When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Nerd Dad Podcast. Oh, Dad, you're embarrassing me again. Hey, thanks for tuning in to that Nerd Dad Podcast. I am Joe Williamson. I appreciate you stopping by for a short 5, 10, 15 minute visit. I know that last week was serious. I had a lot of serious things I wanted to cover. Uh, I had a lot of a lot of heaviness in the political arena. But as of recording this, in less than 24 hours, we will have Joe Biden as the president, and I can once again go back to not worrying about what the president might say on a given day. Um, Because let's be honest, he's going to be plain vanilla. Uh, He's going to be so boring. And I I am desperately, desperately looking forward to a boring president again, um, just for a breath of fresh air. I digress. I didn't want to get into politics too heavily today. I'll tell you a little bit of an embarrassing slash dumb story about myself. Um, last week, I noticed I was drinking a lot more coffee than normal. And there was even one day where I felt I had the jitters. Um, I, I definitely have a caffeine addiction, and uh, it's, it's not uncommon for me to get the jitters. If I don't have enough caffeine. But. I haven't had them in a long time. And then I caught myself reading the coffee pod. And I realized I had inadvertently. Switched to decaf. Now I also had some regular kind of Maxwell House mixed in. But some of the pods I purchased I guess were decaf. And I wasn't paying attention. And on that particular day, I had must have had three, maybe four cups of decaf and wasn't getting the kick I needed. So you can imagine my embarrassment when I realized I bought worthless coffee. Because why drink coffee if you're going to drink decaf? Anyways, that's my, that's my little coffee story. Um... What I wanted to talk to you about, though, today was an article I read on CNN about something called remote commuting. And most of us, if you've been lucky enough to work from home, have been working at home now for probably going on 10 months. You're getting into the neighborhood of a year. I've been working from home since March. Um, And as of recording this, it's January. And one of the things I noticed early on was I I missed the transition period from leaving work to coming home. I didn't miss the traffic. I didn't miss the road rage. I didn't miss... I didn't even miss having the kids in the back seat saying that they want to hear their music and not mine. Um, but I did miss that transition period of I've left work, I have an hour... Then I have to be 
kind of super dad and, and super husband and I have to be on for the family. But I wasn't getting that. What I had found was I was clocking out at 4, 4.35, whatever my day brought me. And the only decompression time I got was the trip down the stairs. Sure, I, you know, I've, I've read some people say, well, lie. You know, say you're working till 5, but clock out at 4.30. Feels disingenuous. It does. Um, you know, my wife is with the kids. Or was. She's not back at work. But she was with the kids. And, and it's way harder to be with the kids all day than it is to do what I do for a living. So I acknowledge that. So I would, I would honestly, there'd be a level of guilt if I were to bullshit and say I need a half hour. So I just kind of kept that to myself. I did express the frustration to the missus. Um, and occasionally she would, she would help me out and, and buy me a half hour of time. But I apparently am not alone because on CNN, the article about remote commuting is that exact, exact topic of there's no transition period between going from being your work self to being your at home self. Um, at work, I'm a very straightforward to the point kind of blunt individual. It takes me a while to become a fun, loving, easygoing kind of dad. And I don't think I'm that on the best of occasions, but let alone with no transition time. So what people have started doing is giving themselves a commute. Before they start work, they're walking around their neighborhood for a half hour. When they finish work, they're going for a walk by themselves for a half hour, an hour, whatever the case is. And they're kind of building that into their, their day so that they get that transition time. We miss, we, we, we don't miss the hustle and bustle of the, uh, of the traffic and the, the, the getting on the train that's too crowded and blah, 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 blah. But we do miss those few minutes to ourselves where we can shift into that next version of ourselves. So if you are struggling with it, maybe, maybe go for a walk right after work. Maybe build that into your calendar. Um, you're not alone though. It's, <laughs> there's a lot more of us struggling with that idea than I even realized. So remote commuting, it's a stupid sentence. It's a stupid phrase and people love to put labels on things because it's easier for us to remember. But I read it and I thought, oh, that's a terrible idea. Um, uh, it's a terrible sentence and it's a terrible phrasing. It's a terrible label, but it's stuck. And I think I've said it five times already in the last four minutes. So you're going to remember it too. Remote commuting. It's a thing. You need to do it at home. You should do it. Time for shit you may have missed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Chris Evans is in talk to reprise his role as Captain America. He's of course denied this report, but it could just be a negotiation tactic. What do you think? Will we see old man Captain America? Similar to what we saw with old man Logan? By the way, how good was Logan? Such a great movie. The prequel to The Sopranos, The Many Saints of Newark, is now scheduled to be released in September 2021. Michael Gandolfini will be playing Tony Soprano. Michael Gandolfini is, of course, James Gandolfini's son. He went through the audition process just like everyone else, and they decided he was the best actor to reprise the role. I am stoked about this. I am a massive Sopranos fan. I don't know if you've heard me talk about it in the before on the show. Um, I, I Honestly, I take issue a little bit with Breaking Bad fans, because when Breaking Bad came out, Everyone was like, oh, you gotta watch Breaking Bad, it's so good, it's the best show ever. It's not the best show ever. There's a lot of plot holes. A lot of stupid characters. But The Sopranos, The Sopranos is perfect. I will not be taking arguments on this. In an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, Ben Affleck said he played Batman for his kids, saying it was worth every moment of suffering on Justice League. And honestly, I respect the hell out of that answer. Um, we all do things we don't want to do for our kids. And, you know, if he if he took it so that his kids could watch him on TV and, and see a different version of him and, and be proud that their dad was Batman, that is amazing. What dad doesn't want to be Batman? All kids say, my dad is a superhero. Ben Affleck's kids actually had a superhero for a dad. Also... I'm Team Affleck over Team Damon. Matt Damon is overrated. There, I said it. Controversial takes today. Hot takes left, right, and center. I'd rather watch a Ben Affleck movie than a Matt Damon movie. What about you? Team Affleck? Team Damon? Tell me. Put me. Put in the comments. IM me. DM me. Do whatever you gotta do. But Team Affleck all the way. And finally, this past Sunday... Betty White turned 99. And I couldn't help but do a little research into everyone's favorite human being. I, you know, I googled Betty White quotes, and here are two that I found that I, I, I found quite amusing. Um, on whether or not she's ever made someone angry, her response is, I have two ex-husbands. How awesome is that? Betty White has two ex-husbands. You didn't know she had two ex-husbands. She has two ex-husbands. Two people in their lifetime, at least two. Went, I've had enough of this bitch, Betty White. And then on handling grief, and this is sweet and sincere, so bear with me. I don't do sweet and sincere around here very often, but this is real. She says, on handling grief, there's no formula. Keep busy with your work and your life. You can't become a professional mourner. It doesn't help you or others. Keep the person in your heart at all times. Replay the good times. Be grateful for the years you had. And damn it, Betty, no one can say it better than that. And picturing it coming out of your sweet little voice, she's the best. God look after Betty White and nobody else. That's it. That's the show. Thanks for tuning in. You know I appreciate it. You can hit me up on all my socials at that nerd dad, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I think that's it. 
I'm always on the Dean Blundell Network. I try to put out at least a, a blog a week. I'm always on their socials as well. Um, you can catch me uh, on the Kids on the Escalator podcast. We had Chris Machete on. Now I'm going on there. Do a little tit for tat. Uh, they're doing a bit of a like a show and tell with people and their cool stuff and their cool toys. So I'll be on there. You can check me out there this week. And then, uh, as always, I also want to say thank you. Just like a sincere thank you. You're busy. You got you, you got shit to do. You're choosing to take a few minutes to, to listen to my voice and, and my nonsense and hopefully be entertained and take a little break from reality. So thank you. If I can leave you with one ask, click subscribe, leave a review, leave a comment, tell a friend, retweet, share it. Share it with the masses. Um, and uh, I'll be forever grateful. Thank you so much. We'll talk next week. Thanks for listening. Do, did, will, the story of people podcast is now available on the crier media network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks undercurrent podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.